0: a weekly program where we discuss with national and local newsmakers important issues that impact our community. And now, here's your host, Riley Adams. Welcome to A Community Affair. I'm your host and assistant news director, Riley Adams, and today we are happy to welcome Dr. Penny McPherson Myers. Dr. Myers is the current vice president of Division Equity and Inclusion and is also leader of the division of DEI here at Rowan University. In her role, Dr. Myers co-facilitates the Division of Diversity, Equity and Inclusion by providing oversight of the DEI strategic action plan, serves as liaison to student affairs, and provides leadership of student pipeline and support groups. Today, she is here to discuss the impact of DEI has on the students here at Rowan University, especially during the month of June. Dr. Myers, thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Before we begin our discussion, can you give our audience a little background on yourself and how you ended up in the path where you are today?
1: Sure. Um, I'm a third-time alum of Glassboro State Rowan University. Um, I'm proud to say I entered Rowan as the Educational Opportunity Fund uh, Maximizing Academic Potential Program student. Um, I've worked for Rowan for 16 years, um, starting out as an EOF. Um, director uh, and currently I am the vice president for the division of DEI.
0: So just real quick, I just want to ask, how did you end up as the EOF director in the beginning of your time here at Rowan?
1: Uh, Well, I I applied. Um, It was interesting because my um, prior to coming to Rowan, I was a um, director of a treatment facility for adolescent female uh, offenders in Delaware. And I was interested in continuing to support students uh, or young people, but I wanted to get out of the, um, the criminal justice environment. And so when I was lo- you know, searching for another opportunity, uh, that's when I came across uh, the opportunity to work for EOF. And I was fond um, and familiar of the program because I, again, came through the program back in 1988.
0: And did you grow up in the South Jersey area or was it like a commute for you?
1: Yes, I um, I grew up in Willingboro, New Jersey.
0: Oh, that's close <clears throat> to me.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Continuing on, for those who may not be familiar with Division of Diversity, Equity and Inclusion, how would you describe it in your own words?
1: Sure. Uh, the Division of DEI focuses on addressing persistent issues related to diversity, equity and inclusion. Um, By listening to the voices of our community and collaborating with campus partners, we work to create initiatives and awareness that result in positive outcomes for students, faculty and staff.
0: So continuing on in that kind of path, what made you wanna take the extra step and take part in the creation of the program?
1: Sure, Um, addressing issues of uh, diversity, equity and inclusion has always been a part of my life and career. Uh, As I mentioned, You know, previously I was working in the juvenile justice system. So, you know, addressing issues of social justice has always been um, a part of my career, my passion. So since being at Rowan, I've had uh, wonderful experiences working to support underrepresented, under-resourced or minoritized populations. Uh, Being able to identify and work on initiatives to support our diverse community um, has continued to fuel my passion. So to be able to be a part of a groundbreaking division, uh, first of its kind, in a state and to address issues of equity, to be able to celebrate diversity and assist Rowan in becoming a more inclusive environment, I wouldn't wanna do anything else.
0: So before you came to Rowan University, you mentioned that you were working within the criminal justice systems. What made you want to pursue that out of high school and begin your college education in that field?
1: Well, I was a first generation college student. So quite frankly, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, I landed on um, Law and Justice at Rowan uh, just by, at that time, they had uh, program books or, or college catalogs. Um, and so I sat and looked through each major and looked at what was required, what the major description was, uh, what courses you would have to take. At that time, again, I wasn't prepared to go to college, so I knew I wasn't strong in math and science, so I veered away from any of the careers that were um, listed as, you know, I would have to take a lot of math and science courses Um, and the law and justice description piqued my interest. So um, upon entering and taking courses, I became extremely interested and passionate about um, the law and justice field. And uh, that's how I, you know, got into the law and justice, um, the field working with juveniles. Uh, It was actually in the state of Delaware. Um, where I had my first opportunity, uh, and it was working in a community-based program uh, with students who were um, just entering the juvenile justice system, and I had an opportunity to you know, help work with them in the community to make sure that when they went back to court that um, we were able to show that there's opportunities for them to stay engaged in the community so they wouldn't have to go into the juvenile justice or to the uh, juvenile detention center. Um, and then after doing that for about three years, I was um, hired again as the director for a, um, a residential treatment facility for adolescent female offenders. It was a facility that allowed um, me to work with young women who were working to be back out in the community. It prevented them from being in a detention center. It was a, a, a community-based um, or a residential setting that allowed them to build their um build up their skills to, they took, um, they were able to take uh, high school classes, um, but we had workshops, we had therapy, uh, we had all types and, and counseling. Um, so all types of support and resources to help, um, to get them prepared to come back out into the community.
0: So when you officially decided to pursue a career in criminal injustice, was there another path that you were considering taking besides helping the underrepresented voices?
1: there wasn't no nope. once i um once i latched on to that um it was again it it was perfect for um what i wanted to do even though i didn't know where i was going to land it i i constantly felt um that my work had purpose and um so i was completely satisfied working in uh, you know working in the juvenile justice system and again it was more so working I recognized that the work that I was doing was impacting students and they, or young people and their families.
0: So coming back to DEI, this upcoming, I guess, fall, spring semesters, it would be its fifth year since it's been created. How would you describe the importance of DEI and how it has affected the Rowan community thus far?
1: So we're actually in our fourth. fourth yeah, you're, you're right, moving forward. But um, the uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion continues to be equally as important. Uh, If not more than ever Um, across the country, we've seen legislative changes and challenges that are ripping away at our civil rights and human rights for women, minoritized populations, the LGBTQIA population um, and others. And, um, you know, we're seeing blatant bias, racist, sexist, uh, homophobic, xenophobic, uh, ableist behaviors that are impacting and endangering people's lives. So... um, you know, these policies um, are directly affecting um, the community at Rowan. So, yes, uh, commitment to DEI uh, is extremely important. So coming back to
0: that, are there any other schools or universities in the area that may have a program uh, kind of like hours that you can think of?
1: Yes, um, we actually have a New Jersey Chief Diversity Officers um community that we meet um, at least once a semester. Uh, And there's Rutgers University, Montclair, um, there's Monmouth University. So yes, there's multiple schools throughout New Jersey that have a diversity office and focus on DEI issues.
0: So um, focus more on the program itself. What resources does the program offer to those within their own community, whether that be students, faculty, other staff, or just members within the local communities?
1: Sure. Through our division, we offer uh, multiple professional development opportunities, Um, and these are opportunities to learn and broaden your understanding of topics of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Um, These are free for all Rowan University faculty, staff, and students and open to the broader community um, at a fee. Um, To name a few, we offer... Uh, the Foundations of DEI certificate, which is a four module program designed to introduce the audience to um, the language of DEI, um, exploring identity, culture, power, privilege, allyship and resistance. Um, We recently added a clinical version of this program uh, for those who are in the medical professional and that's the DEI in science and healthcare. Uh, For those, you know, as I mentioned, that's more of an introductory, Certificate, but for those interested in moving their learning to practice, we offer um, an inclusive pedagogy and practices certificate. And um, that certificate program um, that's for teaching professionals and professionals who um, or professional staff who are interested in learning more about developing an inclusive educational environment. Uh, we also offer an anti-races pedagogy and practices certificate. Um, which is a development opportunity for those interested in developing anti-racist educational and organizational environments. Um, and those programs, at the conclusion, um, the participants have an opportunity to present a project and showing how um, they have used their learning and how they can implement some of the uh, tools that they learn to effectuate change Most recently, um, we created a newer inclusive Workplace Certificate Program, um, and that's uh, for external partners um, for professional development opportunities for those interested in developing inclusive organizational and workplace environments. And through our Office of Social Justice, Inclusion and Conflict Resolution Office, we offer a Safe Zone training, um, which is a workshop designed um, to build uh, participants' knowledge about the LGBTQIA community while learning um, the foundations of um, allyship and also gaining, uh, gaining an understanding about LGBTQI plus identities.
0: So continuing on in that conversation, you mentioned that you have a lot of programs that help students or those in the Rowan community. So what, I guess, kind of steps do you take to help students who may be graduating or after graduation who may not be able to be specifically in the Rowan community to help prepare them for the world after graduation?
1: So if they um, haven't taken advantage of the of these foundational workshops um, and certificate programs, um, we tend to always have um, open discussions and workshops that anyone can participate in. So that's something that we, you know, especially when there's a, a, um, a major topic that's occurring, usually around election time, um, we tend to have discussions about free speech um, to let people know about their rights. Um, we also... Um, had major discussions during the civil unrest around the um, time of George Floyd's murder. Um, We also, um, in the upcoming year, we anticipate having discussions about the Supreme Court um, decision that um, will be made sometime this summer. So um, we continuously try to provide resources and opportunities for um, our students and whether they are currently students or they're um, you know, their alum to, you know, get engaged with the discussions that we're having as well as opportunities to learn.
0: So if there are people who are interested in maybe becoming members or participating in everything that the DEI has to offer, how do they go about that if they are not affiliated with Rowan University?
1: Sure, they can reach out to us at our email, which is um, uh, um, edu. It was so great
0: speaking with you so far. When we come back, we will discuss the ways DEI has made an impact on the Rowan community during the month of June. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to A Community Affair. I'm your host, Riley Adams, and today we are joined by Dr. Penny mcpherson Myers. Dr. Myers is the current Vice President of Division, Equity, and Inclusion and is also leader of the Division of DEI here at Rowan University. In her role, Dr. Myers co-facilitates the Division of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion by providing oversight of the DEI Strategic Action Plan, serves as the legion to student affairs, and provides leadership of student pipeline and support group. Thank you again for coming on to the show this month and I just wanted to start our conversation regarding the month of June and how DEI reaches out to help students who may be interested or may be in need of that support or outreach. So for my first question for this half, during a month such as June that carries both Pride Month and Juneteenth, how does your department continue to act as an outlet for students while they are not on campus?
1: Sure, Um, although there isn't um, any programming that's occurring during the month, um, during the summer months, um, students can visit our office, um, specifically the Office of Social Justice Inclusion and Conflict Resolution where there are staff and spaces um, for community and exploration, um, so that that would probably be our primary way in which um, students can still uh, engage with with us during the uh, summer.
0: And during those summer hours or breaks, such as winter break or any of those times of the year, are students able to connect throughout social media or using any technology if they're not local?
1: Yeah, that, that's a um, a great question. Social media has been a wonderful avenue for. Our division to stay connected with the own community um, and try to keep them engaged. Um, although you know during the summer the engagement is much lower, um, but we try to you know maintain a present a presence um, with our own community during uh, the summer months through social media.
0: And with social media, do you find it harder, or do you think that it has become not like the same as being in person, but an easier way to reach students during definitely. the times away?
1: Sure. Sorry. Definitely. Um, we have really seen um, during the academic year, we've seen an uptick in the students that are engaging with us through um, social media, whether we put a poll out or if we um, live stream our presentations and discussions, um, you know, we definitely are having more access to um, to the Rome community because many times people are busy or they have, you know, they're short on time. And so being able to meet them where they are with their uh, availability has been a wonderful uh, addition to being able to connect with our community.
0: So continuing on our conversation with Pride Month and Juneteenth, how would you describe the importance of acknowledging and celebrating events and holidays such as Pride Month and Juneteenth?
1: Sure. Um, It's extremely important for Rowan to take pride in celebrating or acknowledging um, holidays that are unique to a specific culture or community. Uh, These holidays serve as a reminder of one's cultural and historical roots and beliefs. And at Rowan, we celebrate the rich contributions of our LGBTQIA plus community. Um, Every month, including June, um, provides an opportunity to recognize and celebrate the challenges, accomplishments, um, and continuous efforts to support and affirm individuals of various sexual orientations, gender identities, and gender expressions. Uh, It's important that we celebrate and bring attention to the diversity that enriches our institution, um, and that we recognize the vital role that um, LGBTQIA individuals play in shaping our community. So, you know, we continuously acknowledge Pride Month. Um, earlier this year, uh, you know, although it's occurring now before the semester ended, um, we had a wonderful celebration um, at our Pride Fest uh, where we had, you know, our largest attendance um, at that event. I believe it was about 500 or more um, people that attended. Uh, and we also were able to light, um, we had a lighting of bunts. Um, so it was, you know, just again, a wonderful celebration and display of our commitment to celebrating um, our LGBTQ community.
0: Kind of stepping on track of that, I guess, discussion. Do you feel that students and the community of a school may feel more supported or more comfortable where they are when their school or university is supporting them in these challenges?
1: Absolutely. Um, again, everyone needs to be seen, um, appreciated and valued and taking the time to recognize the contributions of any community um, and also making the larger community aware uh, of the uniqueness and, you know, and all of the contributions of each community is important and it allows those of us who come to campus uh, who are a part of the Rome community uh feel like we are a part of the community. It it allows us to celebrate each other and to learn from each other um to unify us as members of the Rome community so definitely extremely important and um I'm sure you know when we when we reach out to students and we you know a part of our responsibility is to really listen to the voices of our um our growing community that's exactly what we hear is how appreciative they are of opportunities for uh the university to learn more we have a blog that we put out every month um which can be found on our uh, website um Mm -hmm. that celebrates again every month uh celebrates the cultural um or cultural holiday um and provides information Um, education and resources. Um, We celebrate our champions, those who are doing the work. Um, So, you know, again, it's important to be seen. It's important that the work is celebrated. Um, And I think, you know, those who have recognized uh, that, that the division exists recognizes the value that we bring. So
0: taking a step forward into next semester in the upcoming school year, how do you and the other leaders within the program encourage new students to embrace their diversity upon beginning their education at Rowan?
1: We encourage students to show up as their authentic selves, um, to live out loud, to use their voices, to share their experiences. Um, and all of that effectuates change. Um, we model cel- uh, celebrating diversity um, at Rowan University. So it's extremely important that are, as I mentioned, that our students are seen, valued, uh, and that their voices are heard.
0: And then during summer tours or events like Accepted Students Day, do you guys have the group to introduce yourselves to the new students to make them feel comfortable and make them feel welcome to the university?
1: Yes, our Office of Social Justice, Inclusion and Conflict Resolution, um, tables at all of our orientation sessions, our Center for Neurodiversity, um, tables at all of our sessions, Uh, We have an office for our opportunity programs, our pipeline programs. Um, Many times they have sessions where they make students aware of the resources and services provided by their offices. So, um, yes, we participate in in the orientation and new student uh, events.
0: So continuing on our conversation with the next semester, next school year, what events or projects have you planned for this upcoming school year that you are looking forward to? in order to get students more involved with their diversity, especially new students.
1: Sure. Um, again, we during orientation, we inform students of their, the ways in which they can get involved. Um, but we'll be exploring again how the upcoming Supreme Court case um, against affirmative action will impact Rowan, uh, what type of impact that might have. And so we'll likely have uh, discussions around that. We'll continue to offer our professional development opportunities. Um, For the past uh, two years, we have had a DEI day where we celebrate, um, again, different cultures through um, food, games, um, and information, as well as resources on campus. Uh, We also will be having um, our third annual DEI summit which again is a uh, professional development opportunity uh, for our uh, for our community and internally and externally. Uh, again, to discuss issues and topics of DEI, um, and it's also an opportunity for students to present. So, um, so that's something else that we look forward to. Um, we're also reimagining the design of our Office of Social Justice, Inclusion, and Conflict Resolution. So, we have a lot happening uh, next year. So, um, you know, stay tuned.
0: With all of the things that you are planning on to do next semester, next school year, are there any other programs or, I guess, activities on campus that you work together with to encourage
1: more students to come out to these things, such as the summit? Sure. We work with our student organizations. Um, Many of the, you know, we make sure that all of the student organizations, Student Government Association is aware of our program, um, our programs and our activities. um, Through Student Government, there is a, um, a staff member, which is a um, AVP for DEI, um, represented by that SGA member. And that is our student liaison to, um, to the work that we do in SGA, and so, and I mean, excuse me, in DEI. And so we work closely together to, you know, to communicate the programs out to students, but also to find out what the students... Uh, are asking for what are some of the needs of the students so that we can um, make sure that we are providing uh, the types of information the types of programming that the students want to to be a part of and want to hear.
0: So towards the beginning of the episode we already kind of touched on this but is there anything within the DEI program that you are most proud of that you have created or that you're looking to create is there anything specific that you can think of?
1: Just in general, uh, again, the program, um, the division did not exist um, four years ago. And so the wonderful staff of the division um, and our leadership um, by Dr. Shearley, um, we've done an amazing work and we've created um, an amazing impact at Rowan um, where we have made sustainable uh, impact and change uh, for the campus community. Uh, We have been influential in changing policies, um, as well as creating educational um, resources for all of our members to ensure that they understand and embrace um, diversity. Again, for those who have embraced the division and have joined us on our quest uh, to make Laurent a more equitable community, um, there has definitely been amazing change that has occurred. Uh, we are at the at the end of the summer, beginning of the new um, academic year, we will release an impact report, which will provide um, information about the impact the division and um, all of the campus uh, departments have made as it relates to DEI. And so that is something that we are extremely proud of. Um, this past semester, we also completed an inclusive community survey, which is a campus climate survey to get a better understanding about how our um, faculty, staff and students um, experience Rowan. Uh, So that will be also a part of new information that we'll be able to share so that we can continue to strive um, to be, again, a a more inclusive uh, campus community.
0: And to end our discussion today, where do you see the program in five years? And what are you hoping to accomplish within that time frame?
1: So in the next five years, it's our goal to further infuse um, the work of DEI in all areas of the university. Um, We have a division um, and, you know, something that we've always said and that the university has embraced is that the work of DEI is not uh, just for um, the office or the division of DEI. And so our goal is to continue to work with all of the departments across campus. you know, where faculty, staff and students um, and administration are approaching their work and involvement at Rowan um, through a DEI lens. So um, without specific, um, you know, naming specific initiatives, um, that's our overall goal is to ensure that we infuse DEI in all aspects of the universe.
0: Also within that time frame, do you hope to reach out to more of the Rowan community outside of the university? Maybe those residing in Glassboro or neighboring towns, do you hope to also include them within the next five years?
1: Definitely. If for any event that we can, um, you know, communicate and offer a partnership with our um, local community, we definitely do. And there's been multiple uh, events and activities um, and and, um, initiatives that we have worked with uh, within the community. So uh, that continues to be a part of our mission as well, is to, you know, again, our primary focus is the Rowan community, but we definitely um, recognize our responsibility for our um, our local community as well.
0: And then is there anything else outside of the Rowan community that you hope to accomplish or bring in to also accept the diversity within the local context outside of the university?
1: Hmm. I have to think about that one.
0: Yeah, I would have to think about that. That wraps up our show this month. Thank you for tuning in for this month's edition of A Community Affair. And also thank you, Dr. Myers, so much for taking the time out of your day to speak with me. Again, I'm your host, Riley Adams, and this has been A Community Affair.
1: You've been listening
0: to A Community Affair with your host, Riley Adams. Be sure to join us on the third Saturday of every month at 9 a.m. as we discuss the important issues that impact you and our community. Only here on Rowan Radio, 89.7 WGLS-FM.